Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are here in our Surviving Summer series. And I see y'all reaching out in the DMs, a heavy handful of you enjoying this series. And guess what? We're enjoying it too. Because it's what we need right now, people. It is it's what, what we, we need, need right now. Also, I'm very appreciative for the few of you who decided to reach out and admit openly that you were Moscato and Rose fans. And Oof, you know what? I'm here my. for it. Tiffany I, is hating ooh, on you, but I am. Ooh, not. no, someone okay, no, no, thank you for jogging my memory. Because somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, just so you know, there's some really good dry roses. Yeah. And obviously. I'm like, tell me more. They're so so good. I'm, I'm waiting for you. some labels, you know, but hope if you're listening, which I know you are, give your girl all the labels because I'm ready for some dry. I want to drink rose so bad, but I don't want oh, to so good. feel like I'm drinking rock candy, you know? Ew. <laughs> no, rose is water. very far from Riesling. So I think you're mixing them up. Like they are very far. No, rose they're both would be... too sweet. I know. I know my roses from my Riesling. Are you sure? You. Because I haven't you? had a sweet rose. Like, is that just the New Yorker side of me? Oh, you haven't had a sweet no. rose? No. Like they don't make them very sweet. Like most of them are really dry. Oh, I'm here More for like that. on the well, Chardonnay bent. Okay. Like they don't taste like a Chardonnay, but that like dry air-ish okay. is like that. There's like one Sauve Blanc from Trader Joe's. That when I go to this friend's house, she always has it on top. And I'm like, that is the one white I will drink. It's the one. I love it. It's a good mm-hmm. white. It's so it's good. It's a good. Okay. Well, you let me know, too, if you got some rosés, Ashley, that aren't dry. I do. T- tell the people. You need I can't remember them. the name of it. But if you go into Whole Foods, they have it. Or if you're your local wine shop, if you have a vibe like that in your city. But they have this bottle. And I'm sorry that it's so expensive. I bought it at Whole Foods recently because it was on sale from $27.99 to $18.99. And first of all, you should know that I never spend more than $10 on a bottle of wine ever. And it's a rule in my house, which my husband hates that rule, but it's true. And anyways, I bought the bottle. It's clear with like all these beautiful flowers on it. And super, super beautiful. You'll know it when you see it because it stands uh, yep. out from the crowd. And that's the rosé you need in your life. It is so good. So if you're going to a I know the one you're talking party, about. And I can't believe listen. you found it for under $20. I know. Hope it's had a never. sale. I couldn't believe yeah. it. So, yeah, that's the one that I would recommend to everyone. And shout out to my friend Aisha who put me on that one. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I have to tell a silly story. When I went to visit you in New York with um, our dear, dear friend Harmony Dust, who was on an early episode, circa 2018, 2019, and so if you want to know more about her, you can go back and listen, find Harmony Dust. And we wanted to bring back a bottle of wine to you because we went out and about to explore Harlem. And we went to the wine shop you sent us to. No, excuse me. We went to the grocery store thinking we could just buy wine at the grocery store. Nope. In New York. And we were not we were not aware of the fact that you cannot. So we, we searched Whole Foods like that was our full-time job in the Harlem Whole Foods. And we're like, maybe you, there's like a separate door you have to walk through without alcohol. Like maybe you just have to. We walked it upright, center, left, down, could not find it. And then yes. we realized, oh, wait, we need to go to Nashville. Yes. There are store. still so many states that are like that, you know, where you can't purchase any alcohol or anything in a grocery store, which frankly I think is really good for alcoholics. Like, yeah, it's totally. really good because there is no place if you are in recovery. There is 
no place, and I talk to people about this all the time, where you can go where there will not be alcohol. Like, um, you can't go to yeah. somebody's house. You can't go to a dinner party. You can't go yeah. to a restaurant. You can't go to any type of party anywhere as an adult and not have it right in front of your face. So I think it's actually great that there are still a few states holding on to the old school way. <laughs> there you go. Meanwhile, you can get tequila at the Target checkout over here. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not great. That's not great. Um, Well, listeners, today we are talking all things entertainment because surviving summer requires some entertainment. And it's been, we're on week three of surviving summer and we've watched some new stuff since we talked to you last and it's good and we're here to share it. And guess what? We think you should watch it too. So Ashley, do you want to kick us off? Mm -hmm. I'd be happy to. Okay. So I just finished, some of you may have already watched this. It's so good on Hulu. Um, and it's called the Un- Under the Banner of Heaven. And so it is spectacular. A few folks at work had recommended this. On our Slack channels at work, we have a channel that's called Spoiler Central. And so everybody <laughs> posts in there, like, the great things that they're watching, the, a great podcast that they listen to. Like, you just put things in there and share why you liked it. And so a few people had put this in there. And then I'm also in a true crime Slack channel at work, which I'm loving oh very gosh, much. And they recommend all the it. things. So it's fab. But Under the Banner of Heaven, you guys was so spectacular it is basically it takes place in Utah and it's um, the religion that's central is Mormonism and they go through kind of the fundamentalist rise of some Mormons in their city and how it happens and they take you back they walk you through um, their father and how the the abuse started in their home and you know just kind of growing up with these extreme ideas of what it means to be human and what it means to love God and then working that out they, they just show the humanity so beautifully and then there's a detective who's working on the case with an indigenous detective from another state oh, and wow, so cool. the detective who's on, who's from Utah is also a Mormon and he begins to start to doubt his faith and rethink the way the things that he's been taught and he's raising his daughters so you see all these interactions with him and his daughter and then you have these really beautiful scenes with him and the other indigenous detective where he's like hey is this how you think about me like when you think about me do you think that I don't pray that I don't have an inner compass do you think that because you know only Mormons get that so it's just got these rich conversations Whoa. is this a true story no yes it's based on it's based on a true story oh, okay. so they even say in there like hey some of these things have been basically they've been blown out a bit to make mm-hmm. for dramatic you know tv but for the most part a lot of it is true and there are definitely some sad difficult parts to watch for sure um but it's really really good i mean i just it's strange to leave sort of a true crime detective loosely true story and feel like wow that was enlightening and i really do see how bad religion can just destroy the earth so highly recommend it it's fabulous and if you want your mind just opened about how different people work together and how communities function. Like, I just thought it was a really cool story. So highly recommend. So it's not a documentary. It's not a documentary, no, but it is based on a true story for sure. Because when you watch some of the trailers, you would totally think it was a documentary. Yeah. Um, That is so powerful. I'm definitely adding that to the list. Is it like, could I handle it? (laughs) I I genuinely don't know because I know that's not normally your vibe, but it's not as... You know, there's one I'm going to recommend that is like full throttle true crime. And I would not, I would tell you, do not watch that. Absolutely it's not. It's for the true crime junkies. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, totally. But I do think under the banner of heaven, I think because of what your passions are and the way you love women and the, the writing that you've done about um, religion and how destructive it can be, I think that you would really enjoy it. It's very, very good. Okay. I'm going to check it out. 
Uh, my first one is not in that same sphere, but it does have to do with women. It is Miss Marvel. I briefly talked about it, yeah. but I am up to, oh gosh, this Wednesday, new episode drops today. Um, uh, it is all about the South Asian teenage coming of age story, um, in the Marvel universe. And it is so good. You guys, if you have not watched it and what I'm obsessed with Ashley specifically about the show is the mother, this Pakistani mother living in America and coming to grips with what it means to raise a teenager in America, but still mm. hold on to her heritage and her culture and be who she is and still encourage her daughter to be who she is. It is just, it is so beautiful to get just a window into South Asian culture and through a very comedic lens, of course. I mean, it's just, it's so, 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 so good. And watching this young girl who's obsessed with all things Avengers find out she's a superhero and she had no, no idea. So it is just... It's adorable. It's so sweet. It's uh, even just the way they portray Muslim culture in America, I think, is really, really helpful. And I, as I was watching it with Jericho, I was like, this is no, this is what it's like. And this is what they value. And this is how they celebrate. And this is how what what honor looks like in their religion. So it was great um, talking points, too, with with my son. Uh, I mean, truly Aww. just fabulous. Anyway. I'm super into it. We are all, we, I mean, I've got little boys, so we're all into all things <laughs> Avengers. Um, and that it's just been really, really bright and fun. We've, I mean, I'm not even joking you. We've watched it twice through already of all the episodes. Oh and they're gosh. like 45 minutes each. So it has been, it's been fun. And they shoot, oh. um, I mean, the, the, the episode that has previously aired um, was like, they're set in Pakistan. So it's cool to just see the culture and the old buildings and how busy the streets are and what it's really like and then for her um her cousin her cousin who lives in pakistan calls her an abcd an american born confused daisy of just mm. this like you don't understand what it's like to be south asian but you're here um or in first culture anyway it's it's mm. good stuff mixing I love both that. yeah i had another friend recommend it to me because i despise superhero shows like other than loki i hate them like i, I hate the movies i hate the shows and she's like did you like one division no I did not like WandaVision okay. at all. Okay. Yeah, and I tried. I watched good half of it with Cody. It's just not my vibe. Like, people flying around towns and doing weird stuff. I'm like, this is just so <laughs> ridiculous. I think you would like Miss Marvel. Yeah, that's I really what my do. friend said, too. Um, it so feels yeah, less superhero-y and more just coming of age. Coming of age, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. I think I'm going to give that one a go. Okay, yeah, I'm going to the... tell you two to stay away from. Are you Ooh, guys ready for this? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so two things I tried. One, because I love this person, um, Melissa McCarthy. I love her. She's like one of the people that I'd love. say, whatever she's in, I'm going to watch it. And 100. she has a new Netflix show called God's Favorite Idiot. It's terrible. It's <gasps> absolutely terrible. Cody and I gave two episodes in, and I would have to tell you guys to just stay very far away from that one. And then another one caught my eye, and it's called Snowflake Mountain. And I thought, <laughs> ooh, that looks kind of funny. <laughs> it's basically the story of these kids who are way too old to be living with their parents. And they have one enabling parent who doesn't let them grow up and takes care of them and buys them all the things and they don't get jobs and like all of that. And they take oh, them no. to the middle of nowhere and make them like build a house and work together. And so I've had an episode <laughs> of that. It's terrible. So those are the two you need to stay away. Is that from. like a reality TV show? Or <laughs> yes, it totally is. It's awful. It's awful. And it's so. the parents fault. Like if they set those kids up for failure. 100%. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Oh my I was doing my laundry at 10. Like what are we doing? Yeah, girl, are of you course kidding? We were. My gosh. Anyhow, I can't you get know away what? From those two. 
Okay, let's do this. What else were you doing at 10? I was making my, oh my lunches. God. Well, absolutely. Maybe we shouldn't talk about food when it comes to my experience, but oh. I was feeding myself breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But uh, yeah, laundry, everything, oh. everything. I was babysitting at 10. Yeah, girl. Which was no, very normal. Nobody's for the trusting me with anybody ladies. else's kids. No way. But you, I mean, I feel like I would 100% trust you at 10. I'm well, just going to say. Well, I also looked. You know, at least fifteen. So I was, was going to say that, unfair. but I didn't know if that would offend you. <laughs> no, not at all. It's, it was just true. <laughs> there was this air of believability with the there height. I'm sure absolutely going on. was hundred <laughs> percent. And when you live in a small town, it's like five minutes to the house. You know, so parents aren't as stressed. Yeah. You know, because like if something does happen, they can call me. Well, call the movie theater because we didn't have cell phones back then. Yeah, and be like, on hey, the landline. Crazy, can you please come get them? And they'll have to page you in the movie theater. That's oh the way it used gosh. to be, kids. Yes, it did. <laughs> I forgot calling the movie theater or calling the place that the kid was at. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. even like an arcade. Yes. And then they would put it on the intercom. Oh, my gosh. Yes. How about, you know what? did anybody that used to call their mama summer. at work? Because Oh, to ask for something. Oh, I would call her to gosh. ask, can I do this? I would, too. Like, she's working yeah. labor and delivery in a hospital, and I'm calling oh to be like, Mama, can I have one? the last Pop-Tart? You know, like, are you... Oh. Out of your head. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I was calling mom, my mom, and she was working in office jobs, and she had a direct line, so it was fine. But you, <laughs> oh, they were paging her to the nurses' station. No, <laughs> or she was actually Dodson. You did not nurse, so she was kind of the one running the floor. Oh. So I guess it maybe was a little better, but wow, yeah, I used to do that. <laughs> Can I have the last pop tart? Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> You know what, though? Sometimes I'll be podcasting or on a call, and my kids will be knocking, asking for a fudge bar. And I'm 100%. like, wow. You couldn't have just taken it and prayed for forgiveness later once I saw the chocolate all over your face. You I know. No. Good job asking for permission, child. Good it's job. crazy. It's crazy. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, my next one is a funny one. Well, you guys know what I like. I'm all about the comedy. I love Loot. By, it's my Rudolph. It's oh, on Apple+. Plus. And Adam Scott, I think he is just Wonderful. a genius. I am yeah. just saying, I think he he needs to be like, in my opinion, I mean, he can get weird, especially, I don't know, he can do some weird roles, but I put him in the same category as like Paul Rudd, Adam Scott. He looks ageless. <laughs> He's great. He yeah. won our hearts on Parks and Rec, Ben Wyatt for life, right? We could do a Ben Wyatt, John Krasinski, hold on, what's his, uh, Jim Halper, of Jim Halper, Ben Wyatt standoff any old day and girl I think you know i don't win. even know who half those people are but i excuse do know me that you, love you, you love the I office you love the office i don't Halpert know their is. real names oh Which, well jim halpert's his stage name right it's his name on the office that's the regular jim that's the one with the girlfriend at the front that's desk. the one with the girlfriend at the front yep, desk yes you know who that yep. is yep. ben yep. wyatt on parks and rec is the is girlfriends um oh you know her name the blonde one. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, thank you. They have a show it, together about making things that's fabulous. Wait, Ben Wyatt does or a Ron Swanson here? Oh, it's Ron Swanson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it's him. He's yeah, funny. Glory. Can't, I can't do the actors. You can't do the actors. I know. <laughs> I don't names. know why. But Adam sorry, Scott makes everyone. me. He was in Severance. Did you like Severance? I didn't watch it. Oh, that seems like a very you show. I didn't watch it. Oh, my husband loved it. I was I watched like the first three episodes. Nice. And I loved it. I was surprised I made it that far. Okay. Um, but he said it was one of the best shows he's ever watched ever in the history of mankind. Oh my god. But you wanna know what? Twitter was was all 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 buzz about severance of like even directors were like, This is this is quality television. Anyway, 
My point to this, back to loot. It is so good. So good. It is basically Maya Rudolph's character. Her name's Molly Wells. She's like Jeff Bezos' wife. No <laughs> and way. Yes. And, and so that's the character. And then finds out like he's been cheating. And that's like in the opening sequence. So I'm not like spoiling anything for you. And it's basically her finding her way because they didn't have a prenup. So she becomes like the third richest person in the world. Oh, she's a billionaire. Yes. And, but it's a comedy. But she's so endearing and so lovable and so funny and has no understanding of reality mm. because she's just a billionaire. And she doesn't understand that people have the hard Real times jobs. and hard lives and are making <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> and and so she so decides, good. she finds out she has this foundation because, of course, all these rich people have foundation. And she didn't even know she had one. And so she shows up and she's like, I want to work here. And it's like her name. And they're like, mm, we don't know if we want you here. Oh, <laughs> and gosh. it's and they and it's like in um, downtown LA. And they're like, no, we work in the city. We're here to like actually do good. We don't need your billionaire butt all up in here, <laughs> making decisions. Anyway, it is so funny and so good. And I am just like, ah, oh, this woman, she just always needs to be the center of attention because she's so stinking funny. I love it's that. Good. Cody is loving that show, by the way. So he's oh. watching and he loves it because he's he's a huge fan of Maya Rudolph. Like, so he's super into it. <laughs> and the supporting cast was just, man, it's just fabulous. Like, okay. there's some newcomers that I'm like, who are you people? You're so stinking funny. And that. just, yeah, they're just making a name. I'm telling you guys, watch it. Apple Plus, so good. Oh, my gosh. So okay. Good. I'll stay in the funny vein then before I get to my serious one. But, Ooh. okay, so two... After Party with Tiffany Haddish. If oh. you guys have not seen this. Heck yes. You need to start it now. Heck it yes. It is going to delight your heart. It is so funny. So hilarious. <sighs> Tiffany is another one that I'm like, whatever you watch, I don't care if it's stand-up comedy. I don't care if it's a group comedy. I don't care if it's a show or a She's movie. So I'm in. Like, all I have in. to do is see her name, and I will be watching it. <laughs> so oh After Party is really great. She's like this detective investigator, and her boss doesn't want her to go work on this particular murder mystery that happens in somebody's really expensive home after a like a um, high school reunion and she does it anyway and starts to uncover all this <laughs> fabulous stuff and surely there'll be a season two so how yes there is yes which i'm like wait how many people can die in one night at one party but i don't whatever, know but i fine. am here for it <laughs> i'm ready um and then hacks is my other one that i love so Ooh, go on hacks is so fantastic it's the lady from designing women whose name is completely escaping me and she's um an old school comic that has a residency in nevada and she's one of the first female comics she almost had her own late night talk show and she's like world renowned like a dolly sort of dolly parton sort of esque character mm -hmm. except a comedian mm -hmm. And then she gets this young writer in her life and the young writer totally like made a faux pas on Twitter and got absolutely kicked out of all the, the entertainment circles. And so she ends up going to work for this woman in Vegas and this woman loses her residency and then kind of has to start all over again, traveling America, doing comedy. So there's two seasons so far. It's the best TV writing that I've seen in a very long time. It is smart. It is sharp. It is human. It is Funny, 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 and What's I it highly, on? highly recommend. It's What's on it? HBO Max. Okay. Oh, so I am looking forward to that. Oh, you guys, I can't even tell you. So if you need a good bingeable show, Jean Smart, and she plays Deborah Vance. So if you are also old school and love designing women growing up, or it was always on in your household, <laughs> you will really love it. <laughs> also, props to you for just recalling the names. I know that that's not your thing. Oh, I can do random names. And you just did ones. it. You just yeah. done did it. So well done. 
Thank Truly. you very much. Logan. Yeah, I can definitely do weird ones. It's very strange. I'll be like, you remember that one character in that the sixth episode of, you know, um, SVU? And Cody's like, no, you weirdo. Like, no one knows that person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I do. Oh, <laughs> but you ask me it. about regular people who everyone knows, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know that guy. <laughs> You're like, wait, who's John Krasinski? <laughs> no one knows him. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so funny. Also, funny. Okay, hold on. We just got to stop and be like, what? The fact that Jim Halpert, who was like 23 when he got hired to play in The Office, and Chris Pratt, who was like the lovable, like chunky guy, are now like action heroes, is is beyond me. I don't it's know how to process that. Honestly. It's well, you know what? You can do anything if those two on NBC <laughs> comedies can become like America's next action heroes. We can do anything. Quite frankly, we can do anything. And they are two white resource men. So <laughs> Literally, <you> know, but... <laughs> it was the next phrase out of my mouth. Uh, and you that was it. my joke. I was like getting there. Just give me a second. There Just was a good punchline. I'm so glad you, you really harnessed that. I was uh, coming around the bend. Okay. Um, I'm very excited about Hacks. People, we oh, should all be, you're going to love it. You should all, that is, seems very, very us. Okay, my next one is Only the Murders in the Building Season 2. Yeah, talk to me about it. Because, you know, Season 1 was a little... Fabulous is what it was. It is what it was. And how dare you? I know you didn't like it. I feel like you're the only person I've ever met who was not here for Only Murders. It's because, listen, I'm going to need a little more facial expressions from lead actors and actresses. Like, I'm going to need you to make a face from time to time. Like, I'm going to need that in a movie about murder. Do you know what I mean? So here's the thing. Is, is, like, I don't know. I haven't really watched Selena Gomez in anything else. So I'm just like, oh, this is who she is. But no, Tiffany. That's someone acting. You cannot say mm-hmm. this is who they are. This is them acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Martin Short in this, well, stinking steals the show. He's so funny, Ashley. He's very funny. Um, okay, season two, it picks up the the final few. I mean, few seconds in season one. There's a murder at the very end, and they're framed basically. So now it's trying to prove their innocence. Okay. Um, and you know the clock is ticking, and they're trying to prove you know who did it if they didn't do it. Um, and so everyone in the building is like, well, did you kill this person? All three of you? Um, cause the blood was quite literally on their hands. So we, we shall see it. I feel like last night's episode didn't give me the clues I wanted, but okay, okay. it very much humanized the victim, which I don't think always happens. You're right. Um, and I really appreciated that. So it was, it's good. You guys, it's so good. I, again, Steve Martin and Martin short, that is just masterclass in comedy in my opinion they're it really so is funny you I know agree. they when they did their they're life tour too. they are old school yeah. um when they did a live tour they came to seattle and i didn't go and still to this day i'm like ugh, definitely should have went and saw them oh you know what maybe they'll do it again who knows i think who knows? what's cool about that and hacks as well is it's like i really i think obviously media and entertainment but america in general probably the whole world is very ageist and so it's a very real thing that you <gasps> yeah. age out of oh, wow you know, comedy or that you age out of being beautiful or that you age out of being relevant to, you know, the, the TV world. And so to see them and to see, you know, um, hacks is, is watching that like revival of that where it's like, look, no, we still have, we're still funny. We're still here. We're still still great at what we do. We've always been great at what we do. Watch us work, you know? And I like that so much. So there's a scene that speaks to that. Cause you know, um, Martin, excuse me, Steve Martin's character is an old TV star in Mm -hmm. only murders on the building. Yep. In the building. And um, and he goes and they're like, oh, my gosh, we're getting a reboot. So he goes to learn more about the reboot. And then he finds out he's not the main character of it. Mm. And like, oh, like, it's oh, crushing. this young, 
whippersnapper is going to take the role. And so it just yeah. even speaking to that in the show, yes. I thought was really, really powerful. And then I was reading something even about um, just acting in comedy in general. And they said the golden age is uh, is 30. So by the time you're 35, you're old news. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. So I had no idea. I mean, yep. you've, you've lived in L.A. for yep. so long. I'm just like, yep. 35? You are a young buck. Excuse Correct. me? So Excuse young. me? So incredibly young. So anyway. So unfair. Two things about that particular show, unrelated, but sort of cousins. So um, the building that it's filmed in, there are only a couple of buildings like that in New York. And our building that we lived in was was one of them, where they still have this like old school. The apartments are not cut up yet; like they're they're built like homes, they're built like houses. It has an inner courtyard and like this beautiful place where horses and carriages used to ride through. And that's one oh, of the. Wow. It's built. I mean, it's filmed at another building like that in New York. So that was really fun. And the other thing I wanted to say is that one of my favorite celebrity sightings ever is Steve Martin, <gasps> and I went for yogurt I as a dead. very young like. You know, Los Angeles person. I had just moved over oh. to the Valley of LA from oh, downtown. I and I went for frozen yogurt at my favorite spot in Studio City. And sure, he was sitting there with his wife just eating <gasps> some yogurt. <laughs> I was like, hi. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't take gosh. selfies because I had like a pink razor. You know what I mean? So it just wasn't <laughs> the time for selfies. But that's one of my favorite celebrity sightings. Is, is um, <laughs> yeah, no, hands down, best celebrity sighting. Okay, you win. You win. That is too good. You know what's so funny? The first episode that I watched of Only Murders in the Building, season one, I looked at my husband, Derek, and I'm like, that looks like Ashley's building. Yes. <laughs> and, and then when yes. you told me, you're like, oh, it's the same like designer, or same mm-hmm. architect or whatever. I was like, oh, my gosh. So cool. Oh. Okay. Here's another one of mine. Um, the Staircase. <sighs> I love it. I don't know why all the best and craziest true crime stories have to happen in North Carolina, but thus is our lot in life um but uh, uh, the staircase is so very good it's got colin firth and um the other lady whose name escapes me right now i'm gonna get it for you though hold on it'll come to me but it's a wonderful well, you had me story. at colin firth I i'm know, here he's i'm so in good. take my money and they it's basically this great story about um this man michael peterson who was a novelist and his wife died um by him claiming that she fell down the stairs and so there's been all these crazy theories he ended up getting out of jail they did a documentary about him like the this french film crew came over and like recorded the whole entire thing he has all his kids he has a really interesting background like it's super crazy and then what they do in the show is brilliantly take you through all the potential theories. So, um, you know, in the first theory, they'll they'll like in the show showing how it could have happened if that theory was true. And then they'll do another episode that has and, and it's tastefully done and really good writing and oh, so good. So I would highly recommend that if you can stomach true crime because it really is. But there's also a lot of interesting family dynamics and. Um, parenting dynamics and community dynamics because he was running for office in their town and like ah super super good I can't even tell you so highly recommend if you are a true crime junkie or you enjoy interesting family dynamics and like to or if you enjoy Colin Firth yes of course (laughs) that too so highly recommend it's excellent oh my gosh okay that sounds like a first of all what a good idea for a tv show I mean, so good. All the th- and being able to explore all the theories. So good. And and Tony th- Collette. 
There it is. Oh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> I love her. Anyway, nice keep going. Yeah, exploring all the theories. It's fab. <laughs> oh, North Carolina, huh? Lots of crime. Mm-hmm. Well, I not really, like... but we just give the live televised, like bitter blood. I mean, there's all these crazy ones that end up becoming national news stories that happen in North Carolina, but we don't have any more crime than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but, but like crazy wild stories that everybody's interested in fascinated by. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) Oh, well, listeners, we have given you a little snack, a little ear snack of what to go look into. If anything, we just gave you some great synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) For the month of July, you can have a great evening. Oh my gosh. You so can. You so can. (laughs) Also, does anyone else feel like July is just never ending? I do feel I, like that. You know, I really it's do. Long. Everything feels fast, but July feels very slow. Yeah. I'm like, we're only yeah. week one. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, we're not there yet. It's still only the whatever day it is. You know? I'm like, yes, oh, okay. Exactly. I'm always shocked that the 4th of July is like, oh, wow, that's here. But then past that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. This I is know. moving at a glacial pace. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's just this month is just like that. I don't understand it. But every year I think it. <laughs> you know what? We shall survive with fudge bars and good TV recommended by the Why Though Gals. And we shall carry on. This will be our journey. <laughs> and we'll see you next week, listeners. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.